Welcome to another episode of Live at the Family Barbecue. Wakanda. Forever. You let them kill your father. Is this your king? We will not have it. Is this your king? We will not have it. (laughs) That was an Indian accent, though. My bad. It's okay. It wasn't all the way, honey. What's good, G? Welcome back. It's been a minute. It's been a lot that's happened since the last time you've been here. What's up? Man, you right, let's just get into it, my nigga. Since you you trying to be humble and shit, like yo, what's up? You got a? I heard you got a uh, 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 newspaper cover, bro. Hey, you feel me? I got a cover and I got a four page spread. You feel me in the SF Chronicle style? I right, tell these tell these uh, you know unknowledgeable niggas, man. What what, what a four page spread is? A four page spread. That means you get the paper, you see me on the cover. Mm. You flip that one page over. It tells you what page I'm on next. Mm. You go to that page. My face is plastered all over four pages in one of the largest and I think oldest uh, newspapers in San Francisco. And by unknowledgeable niggas, I meant haters. Haters. Big haters. But and also, too, one of my coworkers told me that when you Google either the ranch or you Google the city, that... The, the shoot took place in a nigga pop up <laughs> so like you feel me it ain't just you uh, got you got the keys to the city was you yeah low key i got the keys to the city so you feel me i'm just you know i'm humble how did it feel bro or how did it feel Man. like because you've been doing this for a long time like so what's that progression been like because i know this is like another milestone Man, dog, you feel me? I felt like I deserved this, man. I really been putting in work, bro. You gotta, work. You gotta feel like country. you deserve it for sure. Like I feel like, you know, I started modeling when I was like fourteen. If you would have told me I would have been on the cover of something at twenty six, I'd have been like, that's like a hundred years away. Mm. But then when it happened, I'm like, did this really just happen that fast? Mm. It was weird. I don't know. It's weird, but it was crazy, man. That's dope as hell. Hey, so what's the next cover? What's the next one you shooting for? You know, I'm shooting for... Realistically, the next thing on my list is that Victoria's Secret fashion show, bro. When is that every year? Isn't that it's usually it's, in the fall? It's every year. Yeah, you might be right. I think it is like every fall. Because I remember getting back in school and I think I was like in September or something like that. And I'm pretty sure their deadline is like 27 years old. Right. So, <laughs> that's on my list. But if you pop in, my nigga, oh, yeah. ain't no deadline. Pop in, ain't no, ain't no expiration ain't no date. deadline. So, yeah, we're going to speak that into existence. So, Victoria's Secret Fashion Show, that's the next joint. Thank you, man. That's my next joint. And then I'm also going to be uh, casted into Black Panther 2. Black uh, Panther 2? That should be involved in yeah, like yeah, two yeah, years yeah. or so. Two, three years, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's dope, man. Thanks, man. What's going up with you, man? I missed you. <laughs> I missed, like you too. I missed you too, dog. We ain't been. Yeah, dog. Not for real, dog. Man, everything been good, man. We finally, uh, well, I don't think we talked since the last time. Tour season is, you know, over with. So mm-hmm. the boy is back in Cali, but not for too long. We're starting a, uh, a media workshop that I'm going to be doing every, uh, hey. every month. Hey. Starting with SF, you feel me? The Bay. And uh, Washington, D.C. So, if you are in, well, we'll have this up, but if you're in San Francisco or the Bay this Saturday, which is what? What's the Saturday's date? 31st? 
the yeah. 31st? Yeah. March 31st, uh, we have a mini money hosting a media workshop, how to get into media, podcasting, YouTube, and all that kind of good stuff. Money can teach you how you could might get on a cover, your daggone self. So I'm going to even learn a little something, something too. Branding advertisement, you know. I don't want to miss that. Sponsorship. So, yeah, if you're hearing this on Friday or even Saturday morning, like, stop through. The tickets is on Eventbrite, Media Drip 101. And I'll be in D.C. April 22nd doing that downtown. Uh, Only 50 seats. So, definitely pull up. Same thing. Eventbrite, Media Drip 101, D.C., and uh, I'll actually have uh, Crystal Williams there. She's done production management for BET, MTV, Revolt TV, all the spots where you, we used to watch our favorite videos, basically. So she's worked with talent, got talent on the air. Uh, she's currently one of, um, who I'm thinking about? Uh, what's Beyonce's dad's first name? Not Michael. It's Michael. Something. But Mr. Knowles. Anyway, Mr. Knowles, uh, she works like hand in hand with him. So, um, yeah, she's a, yeah, she's a one degree of separation from Beyonce. So she knows a lot of game and she's a direct degree in line with Mr. Knowles. So it's a whole lot of game. You can soak up April 22nd. So go on there, get those Eventbrite tickets. That one definitely shouldn't sell out. So, uh, yeah, but we're going to be doing this every month. I'm going to bring someone in who in TV, radio, film, and then we just going to be able to build, um, Cause I just feel like I know you know like it's a lot of people trying to get into modeling, YouTube, and podcasting. A lot All of them, time high. yeah. Like people may not know how to, or people may want to connect with other people, get some tips. So this is just a way I think like Black folks can kind of connect. Cause I think sometimes we be so like competitive with it sometimes, like and it really ain't the case. Like it's really room for everybody out here. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like yes. if I could make a little platform where everybody can come through, build. Get with some people who's more knowledgeable than us. And, uh, you know, we could just have some fun rock out because everybody could use some media training, no matter what type of business you're in. Facts. You need social media these days, YouTube. So, yeah, come on. Holla at us. So, really excited about that. Hello. I am too. Super excited about that. So, what's up, my G? What is we getting into first? You know, it's a range of topics. It's a range of topics that there that uh, we got to talk about today. I'm not I'm not quite sure how I want to start off, um, because I feel like none of what we're talking about today is actually good <laughs> at all. Absolutely nothing. Honestly, the finesse move at Howard may be borderline. Maybe borderline good. Is that what you're saying? Maybe borderline. Borderline good? Low key. Are you out of your mind? You know why? Because I feel... No, we're going to say that for the end. You're out but, of your mind. Okay. We'll, we'll save it to the end. We'll save it for the end. But what better way to start than with a nigga? He may be the most reoccurring nigga on this show. Might be the most reoccurring. If he's not, he's very close. Trapped in the closet? Trapped in the closet. My God. Um... The keys to the ignition, you make a wish, all of that. This dude, R. Kelly. So, anyway, BBC, it's a uh, European or UK uh, news media outlet. They just released a documentary on R. Kelly. Now, I don't know if the UK is a little bit behind, but 
We've been on R. Kelly and shit for a long time. Long time. Long time. So one of my boys was getting at me. He's like, man, they really finna go in on R. Kelly. Like, you know what I'm saying? But my thing is, like, nigga, what else could we possibly need to know about R. Kelly? Not to fuck with him, bro. It's video. It's video of him peeing. On a young girl. If that ain't enough, and this was eight, that was eight yeah. years ago. If that ain't enough, bro, then you just, you know, you just ain't really worried about R. Kelly. That's my thing. Which is what it's kind of turned out to be. But my whole thing is these. Like I watched the interview of um, the fourteen-year-old that they were talking about most recently, <laughs> and listen, R. Kelly is, you know. He has a black soul. Like, he's a horrible human. Literally all of that. And then I understand, too, though, because at the end of the day, these girls, like, they're they're barely teenagers. So I understand there's a lot of manipulation. But I'm just like, <laughs> like, you did not comprehend that this was a situation you should not be in. This nigga is slapping you for having on fitted pants. And you, like, sat through it? Like, I'm just... There's no excuse for his actions at all, period, point blank. And I feel like you could, you know, it's, you could very easily manipulate <laughs> some people. But I'm just sitting there listening, like, are you, like, am I missing something? Was so basically, you, you saying real? at 14, you just was like, hey, nigga. Me at Imani at 14, nigga? <laughs> cool. Nah. <laughs> Nah, Imani at 14? Nah, but everybody not Imani, so I'm not trying to get at her, you feel me? But I'm just like, I don't know, man. I don't I know. Like That's a child, though. That's a child. So, I mean, goes back to parenting, too. It is levels to it, though. Because 14, with you a freshman in high school? Yes. At that point, I know what situation I don't want to be in. I know exactly <laughs> what I don't want to be in. Everyone just being real. Everyone just being Great. real. At that point, I know what situation that I want to be in. Granted, yeah, manipulating. But the thing I always come back to, bro, is what? Nigga, I have never had the urge to go to no R. Kelly concert, bro. Like, that is. So, I don't know. How is all these young joints just ending up at R. Kelly concerts, like? Man. And get ah, it's just it's Man. strange. But some of it got to go on the. I'm definitely on the parents, bro. I don't know. Definitely like, on the parents at that age. Yeah, I mean, if age. you don't, I mean, because I'm pretty sure it ain't. It's either a situation where the parents ain't there, period. Or they're not very involved. Or they don't care. So you know, you put that part on them for sure. That's whack. But damn it, if the parents is involved. You, you know you, you know you're not supposed to be dropping your kids off at R. Kelly's crib, man. <laughs> Alright, that's All the, right, that's baby, not the crib. Fun. That's not the crib. That's not the crib you drop your loved ones off at, man. Absolutely not. So what well, I mean R. Kelly might be the most untouchable nigga, like under- <laughs> Untouchable? I mean, his rep rep might be the most untouchable, bro. Every time I think something going on with R. Kelly, bro, like, I just see a new, another celebrity popping up with him. Like, last, like, last, what was it? Like, maybe a few weeks ago, I see Michael Blackson in there. But I was like, niggas just don't care. Like, is I believe believe I can fly that powerful? Why you think niggas don't care, man? (laughs) It's clearly the music, like, is he that good? 
have we really like could this nigga quite possibly be the most talented nigga to ever walk the planet for this nigga to be able to get away with what he getting away with no I mean I don't know how they give Chris Brown a harder time than they give R. Kelly that's facts that's facts and Chris Brown, outside of Rihanna, like, everything Chris Brown doing just be affecting himself. Like, they be mad at him. They be like, man, this nigga look like a fucking dope fiend. Like, bitch ass nigga. Like, Same. they be going that's, in. That's I'm his, like, bro. That's literally his problem. Bro, that's like, outside, you know, they just said he did some stuff with Karuchi too. But, mm-hmm. like, outside of that, like, most of his stuff is self-inflicted and be happening with people we had, don't know nothing about. Mm-hmm. And I still feel like Chris Brown get thrown in the dirt way more. Than R. Kelly, and it ain't even close. He does, and that ain't right. That ain't right. I mean, unless I mean, it could have something to do with you know Chris Brown being more part of the social media. You feel me? Generation. Yeah, yeah true. But true, 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 true. the way the way Black Twitter be dragging niggas, like I have, I mean, I haven't never really seen this nigga R. Kelly get dragged. Low key. I mean, yeah, <clears throat> I can't say that I have either. You're right, and that sucks. <laughs> that really does suck. Like we should have been canceled, this nigga. I'm not even finna ain't acting like. Yeah, I said that too. I'm not even finna ain't be acting like. Yeah, no. I ain't played this nigga greatest hits maybe like a month ago. But it just it don't be happening on purpose. When you listening to his music, you really don't be thinking about none of the other stuff, bro. Like I so, promise you, you don't. So let's. I don't. And then I'd be thinking about it afterwards. I'd be like, ooh, damn, nigga, I shouldn't have played that. Let's act like this is <laughs> the same time of year. This is still 2018. Let's act like you're 40 with a 14-year-old. And Let's never act like that. Your 14-year-old got caught up in R. Kelly's little sex cult. Oh, you talking about like my daughter or something? Your daughter? Mm-hmm. You still playing his music? Absolutely not. Are you playing his music? Absolutely not. But, but, so, but, but, if that came on at some graduation or something like that, I believe I could fly or. You're, you're not walking out? Was, I just don't think a nigga would even be comprehending. Like, a nigga would probably not even be paying attention. Wow. It probably wouldn't even hit him at first. That's all I'm saying. But, and me, I'm talking about you. But, yes, as long as if I noticed that. Oh, no, we got stuff. And matter of fact, I say it before the graduation even happened. I'd be like, it better not be no R. Kelly up in this thing. You're going to tell the school that? <laughs> tell the school. It better not be no R. Kelly up in this That's thing. But you only got to worry about that. You really only got to worry about that, nigga, if you're going to a black junior high, preschool, elementary, middle school. Which like, means maybe, you, your kids will maybe, going to. Maybe a high school, bro. But, like, they're not playing that Definitely shit at nobody college. Maybe at a high school, though. I don't know. Maybe. I think definitely at high school. But anyway, R. Kelly is sick nigga, man. Sick. Sick nigga, dog. We should have been dead at that nigga. Nigga, I heard you listening to that nigga the other day. You did not hear me listening to nothing about no R. Kelly. That no, was, you did not. That was me. My bad. Where does nigga live? Where are these cults be happening at? <laughs> what is this? What is this? Is this, like... What? I think it's like I think he set him up probably like clubhouses and shit like that. Wait, what you mean? <laughs> what? Nigga, they be setting up clubhouses. I think it'd be like also like you know like R. Kelly fan club type thing. You know what I'm saying? 
be real hidden, like, like some black, some yeah, like some black, yeah, like it'd be morning. things like, yeah, like, yo, like, you know, come chill at a, uh, you know, R. Kelly fan club. <laughs> Gathering Disney characters all on the outside. I'm telling you, bro. That's how he. Man, I can't do this. That's how he lure them in, even if they don't know who he is, man. I can't do this. So uh, anyway, that's R. Kelly for you. Uh, This is something I thought was interesting. The black students at uh, Parkland School. That's the one that got shot up. Um. What was it uh, maybe like a few weeks ago, almost yeah. a month ago? Yeah. And uh, they were talking about there's been um, more police, I guess, supervision or uh, more police, you know, just around the school and stuff like that, trying to make people feel safe. <laughs> and the black niggas was basically like, man, fuck that. We don't feel safe, like, with more extra police. Mm-hmm. And we feel like with them being here, it's going to be like, you know. Mm-hmm. A little uncomfortable for us mm-hmm. so clearly you can see the difference in uh relationship with police you know what i'm saying from the Man. cultural backgrounds and demographics like i think people don't really be understanding that like white people really be feeling safe like when police around like when i be seeing these niggas like when i be driving i be like Mm-mm, nigga, let me slow down yeah. you know what i noticed when i was driving too i knew i was going under the speed limit and i seen the police coming up and i went even slower like the speed limit might have been like 50 i was going 40 i was like i'm finna hit 30 but you know what it ain't on these blacks and it ain't on these whites i feel like still up until this point the police have not been accountable for nothing they have not you know said that they needed to make changes everything is always up for review everything always just needs some time to go over people get suspended with pay Mm -hmm. like they still have not been accountable for anything i feel like i would feel better if the police whatever people's got together and said you know what we messed up with this stephan clark situation Mm -hmm. you know what we have a nigga shouldn't have got shot up. 20 times for that. Absolutely not. We have sincerely messed up. We need to fix it. We're going to fix it. How do y'all want us to fix it? Something along those lines. Y'all act like y'all y'all try to they try to justify everything that they do. Like it can't be no wrong. Like it's not like they just incapable of messing up. It can't just be like, man, we fucked up with this. One. Why can't they say that? Why can't you say that? I th- I think I, would you a- feel safer if these niggas was accountable for something? I, I mean, it probably helped me feel a little bit better about it. I don't know if I'd feel, like, safer, but at least I'd be like, mm, maybe they're at least trying to work towards something. Something. You know what I'm saying? But nobody, like, it's just ridiculous. Like, the people, <clears throat> what you call the head people, the chiefs or the mm-hmm. deputies, whatever, they need to speak the freak up. Because there's always that one that might speak up but then they get blackballed out by everybody else right but i think they don't even care bro i think a lot of them don't care bro don't know don't show don't care yeah and then it was another one uh i think i just seen ah i gotta look it up i don't know if he was in philly or somewhere was it minnesota but the dude basically came out and was like yo like Basically saying what you're saying, like this is you know this is fucked up, like a we got, officer? yeah we got to do better, 
Yada, yada, yada. They shunned the shit out of him, bro. Mm-hmm. And said that he was like, he was going against the code. Yada, yada, yada. I'm like, I thought the code was to protect the people, bro. Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, so you, you can't get no better at what you're doing. Like, if someone tries to give you constructive criticism, like, we need to do better. We need to mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. Like, that's why, um, you know, just to go back to the kids real quick, um, it's good to have the youth, you know, speaking up. Because I think they had said, like... We want uh, all this gun control, but, like, where's the gun control when it comes to, you know, us getting shot? Like, mm-hmm. Alton Sterling and the police and yada, yada, yada. You want to control everybody else with the guns, control them with the guns. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, which is a real thing. Chance so, the Rapper had tweeted the same thing. He was like, does that also apply to police officers? Or? Right, which oh. is, yeah, for real. You know what I'm saying? So, I just think, man, it's a... It's just an interesting time because I feel like a lot of people is done with the marching, bro. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it really got to get to a point where, like, people is, like, self-policing communities, bro. I don't know how it would happen or what's the best structure for it. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, unless it's, like, major crime incident, like, I don't think you should. we should be calling in, like, these people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And or, you know, like we've been saying, we got to get more, you know, black police officers in black communities so they just know how to deal with the people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? But the way things is going ain't going to work. And I feel like, you know, I think that's what a lot of people is getting fed up with. It's like, all right, we sh- someone gets shot. We start marching. They don't apologize. They try to find a way to just justify it. Send them niggas to trial. They get off. And then we repeat the same situation. You know and what I mean? And again, like the Parkland joint, it's like this nigga was strapped with whatever kind of gun. And he was able to walk or be escorted to a squad car mm. or whatever. Meanwhile, this boy this or this man gets shot in his backyard 20 times. What's the I'm not understanding? This this white dude had already shot thirty people, of which seventeen were already dead. He shouldn't have even made it about that job. Escort this nigga to a squad car. He shouldn't even make. I mean, I should slap all of your mothers. Yo, all of your honestly, mothers are stupid. He shouldn't even made it about the joint. Like some stuff, like I, I'm a real believer. Some stuff cut and dry, bro. Period. Some Done. stuff cut and dry. You went in there and you did that. That need to be handled in and there. And I wonder, I wonder how those the the parents whose children died, the white parents. You know, I feel like it's going to take some super horrific stuff like this for them to see that it's something wrong with the justice system. Right. But it's even, like, uh, it's crazy though. Cause even at that point, like them niggas do not be showing up to these marches, bro. These niggas is not really going there to speak about, we need do, police though. reform. They do, but like you seen how they came out for the like March, you know what I'm saying? For our lives. Like last week mm-hmm. when like everything was flooded, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like white people, were, like it was flooded. You know what I'm saying? Because the schools got shot up. You know what I'm saying? Because I think even with that, like, I still don't think that's not something that really affects us, like, school shootings. Like, you know what I'm saying? I've been traveling, like, a lot over the last few years, just going to all these different high schools and stuff like that. And it's a trip to see, like, even in the neighborhoods where the schools ain't that bad, bro. 
They can have metal detectors. Like I'm talking about like metal detectors, bro. Mm-hmm. You got to put everything through there at our schools. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's armed security there. Like you know what I'm saying? All of that they got to go through before they even get to the school. Like so, a lot of that we not even dealing with. A lot of our gun violence, like we said, is between us, like outside in the streets. Mm-hmm. You know, and or you know with police. You know, happening. So, really, the school shooting thing is a white issue. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, you know, black kids there every once in a while and stuff like that. But, you know what I'm saying? So, of course, they're going to come out for that. Mm-hmm. You know, so. I don't know. I just think it's interesting. I think if you really are about, uh, like you said, you know, gun control and reform, like it got to be at all ends of the spectrum. Wherever it's people dying unjustly, mm-hmm. like, it need to be the same amount of people coming out. Because I've seen... You know, black kids and, you know, Black Lives Matters folks and all of them coming out for the March for Your Lives stuff the last couple of weeks. Like, but I ain't see them streets flooded, mm-hmm. you know, with all the same kind of folks when, you know, we be doing our thing. So I think it's just interesting. I do too. So, you know, yeah, RIP to the family. They said it was like hella media that showed up for the thing. Of course, there's always going to be that. Um, Al Sharpton showed up to the joint. So it'll be oh, interesting. Stephon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Um, what else? A lot of people were coming for his brother. Yeah, I mean, you know, and he actually came on and apologized too. Oh, his brother? Yeah, his, he, he apologized because the mayor was actually speaking at the joint, and the mayor was—he's been one of the main folks, like speaking out, like this ain't right, like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So the dude came out, uh, dude's brother, Steph, Stephen Clark. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, I owe that man an apology. Like, he really was showing support to the family and the mm-hmm. brother. And, you know, he just got caught up in emotions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how anybody would be if their sibling got killed, mm-hmm. you know, in that type of way. So, um, yeah, he apologized, though. So, mm-hmm. it's cool to see, like, I feel like Sacramento is really kind of working together outside of, like, the police. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They say they are, but I don't know. You know, with the Sacramento Kings and the people and even... uh one of the basketball players that used to play for the Kings, uh, DeMarcus Cousins, he paid for the funeral. Mm-hmm. You know, that. so it's it's good to see them as a community getting around that. And really with the sports team, too, I think. Mm-hmm. like Because they honored when he gave a speech before the game started mm-hmm. about trying to help uh, bridge those gaps and stuff. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's good on one end, like you said. I mean, because it is people out there who are speaking. I think it still shows that it's it gives you like some faith in humanity you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that it is good people out there that care about other people that don't look like themselves so i think we need to like create our own like police type stuff that ain't the police like we need like to be called like, the justice league or something where it's just all niggas the avengers yeah where it's just like because you know how sometimes for certain things like the FBI and the CIA might come for one certain thing and then either one of the or, or the other is going to tell the other to back off because this is their mm-hmm. whatever this is their territory however they do it mm-hmm. I think we need something like that at this point yeah I, that's what I meant by like the self-policing like I don't know how it go if it's like the Crips, the Bloods, the Nation of Islam, like your local churches and community centers, like everybody link up and we say this how we finna do it. Niggas you unite. Know, yeah, niggas united. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, I think that's the only way it's gonna stop for real. The but the only know. thing with that is like one, we gotta care because honestly, from the jump, it ain't gonna be a lot of people getting paid for that. Like you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So we just phone. We gonna have to find a way to fund each. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Each group, because, you know, it's going to be people. But like you said, like, if someone coming in, like, if they got a disturbance about, uh, you know, someone breaking into a car or, mm-hmm. you know, they think someone in their house, like, let's not even worry about the police. Let's have 10 of us squad up and go in there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And do it that way. And we ain't even got to worry. all our guns registered. All of that. Everything. Be oh. hella under the book. I mean, hella by the book. Hella under the book. Everybody know each other. And, um... Yeah, I think that's how you do it, man. I think that would be a good start. So, we're going to see. We get Justice League pendants, nigga. <laughs> super suits. Super suits. Wait, honey, where's my, where super, is my, my super, super suit? suit? <laughs> hey, uh, Incredibles 2 coming out this summer, though. Son, you seen all the memes where they, like, bucking kids out the way to get in front of the line, bro? Like, that's literally me, because that's literally our childhood. Bro, what's up? I think we should do, like... A squad event. We should do a live at the family barbecue. Like, come meet up with us to go see Infinity War or something like that. And you paying? Not paying. Okay. I think that's strong. Okay. But um. You're you're getting everyone together. Yeah, we just gonna be a gathering spot. Like, let's go. You know, let's go watch this together. Have man. a good time together. Yeah, let's just go. Out. You know how you used to in high school? Like, just get the homies. Like, let's all meet up. Okay. You know, one time. But, I still love the movies, man. I still love the movies, but I'm saying in high school though, like that was low key almost like a hangout spot. And hey, you know, that's got to be one of the greatest feelings, though, bro. Like I be seeing like Charlemagne on the joint on his Instagram, like because every week now he'd be like paying for like or hosting like watch parties for like a new movie, mm. and he'd just be like buying it out for like kids to go see. Like he did one for Wrinkle in Time, and he did it a few times for Black Panther. Dope. And then he just did one for Ready Player One, like. Well, I niggas think, here, buddy, um, that's going to be one of my main philanthropy goals, bro. Renting out movie theaters for kids to go see whatever they want. Same. I think Ryan Coogler just did it. And Richmond kids, week. right? Yeah, like 300 of them. That's dope. How you can hate on that? You can't hate on that. You couldn't possibly. You couldn't possibly hate on that. Um, What else we got on this thing? Man, so what we got so far? Stephen Clark. We got the Parkland. We got... Uh, the the Pie Piper of R and B, the Pie Piper, the Pie Piper of molestation. Speaking of molestation, <laughs> I feel like not like that. It's like it's more. But I feel like you should um touch on that uh, transgender uh craziness that's going on in Louisiana. Yeah. What? Might as well. Um, what? 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 Yeah, so a, a transgender woman of color was killed in uh, Louisiana. They don't have a lot of info on it, but it was an interesting statistic. They said this is the seventh death mm-hmm. of a transgender woman this year, and like all of them have pretty much involved guns. I don't know how many of them were murders, how many were suicides. I think that's kind of what like everybody's been trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. Um, but according to the organization's finding, 112 transgender and non-binary women have been killed since 2013. Of that number, 63 have been victims of gun violence. So basically what they're saying is it's like a trend going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I feel like it's hard to talk about this one because... Because there is not much information. We don't know if the woman was upfront about her changes, her bodily changes. We don't even know um, who killed her. Like, it could have been suicide. I don't know. 
They, they don't know. If it was that nigga who did it and then had second thoughts and didn't want her to tell nobody, you oh. don't know. All right. You don't know. I just feel like, I feel like I, I keep saying this, but I just feel like, hopefully this wasn't a case like that, but this generation lacks communication i feel like especially in the dating world i feel like a lot of people are not upfront about exactly mm-hmm. what they want or exactly what's going on you we know what don't. i mean you can save people a lot of time and effort and energy by just being upfront i mean hopefully this wasn't that hopefully she was like upfront about all of it but I'm just saying, in general, for straight people as well, I feel like there's just, like, a lack of communication. Yeah, 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 for everybody when it comes to that stuff. Like you said, we don't know what exactly happened, but clearly something going on. But like, it was even with a documentary I seen. Uh, I don't know if you watched that one, but the one on Vice about the transgender uh, folks and them saying, like, that's uh, that's one of the highest uh, suicide rating groups, too. Mm-hmm. Just because of, you know, the stuff they be dealing with, either from family, mm-hmm. you know, personal issues and things like that. So mm-hmm. it definitely is something um, that you hope everybody just gets the help they need and is upfront about the help they need, too, because that's part of being upfront, too, is just like knowing when you need someone to talk to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, that's interesting, man. But uh, we'll stay. We'll keep everybody posted and see what's good. See what's the uh, what's the outcome with all of that, because that is uh, it's interesting that hate gotta stop man hate if it's not affecting you or your family man let people do them mm-hmm. like you can't change everybody hit your drop one time my nicks hey listen check me out one time follow my youtube channel you can look at me on there under imani shani same for my Instagram, my thin ladies that are trying to gain some weight. Be sure to check out my weight gain video. Um, almost at 90,000 views, boy. Hey. That's big. That's big money. That's like my highest viewed uh, video right now, which is interesting because I, I just that was just something I did on fluke. Like I was just like, oh, let me make a video about this. So that's cool. So if you guys have any questions too, like hit my line, send me a message. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, live at the uh, family barbecue. Make sure you follow us on everything. Subscribe, like, share, comment. And uh, we actually going to have our one year anniversary coming up. So we're going to have a live show coming up for you guys soon. So we'll be letting you guys know about that. Come out and chill with us. Mm hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we're really about to be touching and meeting the people this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, you know, trying to take this thing to the next grande level. Yeah. Big level. Big yeah. pimping. Um, oh, it's a it's a real one's birthday tomorrow, man. Hey, shout out to Paul. Yeah, our dad, man. It's his birthday tomorrow. Shout out to the king, man. Love you, Daddy. I mean, what time is it? It's low-key already. Uh, oh, wait. No, it's not. No, no, no. 30 you minutes. Got, you got about like 25 minutes. So, happy it's, birthday uh, to you, Pops. By the time this comes out, though, it'll be your birthday. Congrats to you. Thank you for, uh, you know, being a great, kind, good man. Father. Always there. You know what I'm saying? So, we appreciate you and love you, man. That man always there. That, that boy always there. That boy always there. Y'all may know him as Big Daddy Tang. We know. <laughs> we just Change know him as that. We just know him as that. But yeah, happy birthday, man. Late it. So let's talk about some expert level finesse, nigga. 
Yeah, I need to hear your input on this. Expert nigga. level finesse. You said this my is nigga. borderline good. So speak on it. Or maybe it's just a good story, bro. Speak on it. So for anybody who don't know, it's a little financial aid scandal at Howard, you feel me? You ain't gotta worry about that if little. you come. You ain't gotta worry about that if you come to Bowie State neither, just so y'all know. If you in the Maryland DMV area thinking about going to school, you ain't gotta Dogs. worry about Oof oof. Ain't gotta worry about nobody stealing your funds. But anyway, it was like six employees that's been fired from Howard for a financial aid scandal. One of which is a brother by the name of Tyrone. Just had to be a Tyrone. Uh, Tyrone. This nigga stole or laundered, collected $430,000 plus worth of money how to his bank account how so this is the interesting part i'm not completely i know he was working in the financial aid office now the way financial aid works a lot of times loans grants scholarships all sorts of stuff so you can you know allocate funds you know if it's like specific scholarships from the school you can disperse those so it's all sorts of ways the nigga could have did it um, and you always know, you know, you can get a refund check, a refund check if you got like 10000 worth of scholarships, right? Mm-hmm. Or 10000 in tuition, but you get 15000 worth of loans and you accept that, mm-hmm. you're going to collect $5,000. Mm-hmm. Now, with that, you usually should just pay it right back. But a lot of niggas just pocket that money. Mm-hmm. So my nigga pocketed $430,000 while he was in college. He was walking. Wait a minute. This is the kicker, bro. He was walking around designer everything. That's crazy. My nigga had a production team that he hired to follow him around school. Cameraman, videographer. (laughs) Wait, wait. So he was on his Gary V. Son. He was on his Gary V. Stunting on you niggas. Son. Nice vacations, you know, doing his thug, his thug thizzle. This so, going to jail. so here's the interesting part. The interesting part is I heard they uh, said absolutely no to his law degree because he was going to school for law. Mm. They said, can't have that. You kicked out of school. Mm. I don't think they're trying to push for jail time, but of course, I'm sure they're going to figure out a way for him to have to pay all that money back. Mm. Now, of that 430000 I don't know how much he spent. Mm. But I do know the nigga. <laughs> I do know the nigga was taking. The nigga was had a Range Rover. Was pulling up with mink coats and stuff like that. So nigga Gucci. Don. The nigga Gucci don't. Gucci don't assault. He wasn't afraid to spend no money. Is what I'm saying. So the other part is um, now currently at Howard. They protesting the students because they like nigga. We wasn't getting no financial aid. Was it because this nigga was stealing money? Y'all was stealing a million dollars worth of money, and now you know. We struggling, eating mm-hmm. top ramen noodles. You know what I'm saying? Jeez, Can't yeah. wash our clothes. We eating, you know, mayonnaise sandwiches, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches with no peanut butter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So jelly sandwiches. Jelly sandwiches, nigga. This nigga said peanut butter, butter and sandwiches. Jelly. Yeah, man. No so, you know, it was really good. Like run me my money. So they as of right now, they're in there protesting. Mm-hmm. Now, this is my thing. These institutions are some of the biggest thieves. On the planet. Institutions? Colleges? Institutions. Colleges, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whether it be loans and all that kind of stuff. So, 
That's this facts. this nigga's issue, I feel like one, he shouldn't have did it. Of course, mm-hmm. we all at work have opportunities to do something though, like negative. We all know if you've been a bottle service girl, say like, nigga, I could take this extra money. Yada yada yada. If I, you know, I worked retail. Facts. I worked. Facts. I worked retail before, and you, you know, what I'm saying register was open. Manager walked to the back. Now I know the cameras ain't on. Can you see us? So we all make these choices every day. Mm-hmm. Some of us take them because I know motherfuckers who probably have stole on the job before and did all sorts of stuff mm-hmm. and get caught. But my nigga, you know the risk you taking when you do it, and some of us just ain't gonna do that because the risk outweighs the reward. Mm-hmm. This nigga had a certain type of art, a heart about himself. He like nigga, I'm finna floss. Scam the. <laughs> Damn, God. <laughs> nigga, I'm finna floss on these niggas. Scam. His problem was, he ain't know when to tap out. Nigga, you ain't need $430,000 from so the spot. So you're, you're saying kudos to him for doing it. He just took too much money? I'm saying I respect the fact that you had the audacity of hope, my nigga. <laughs> Whatever that means. Wow. You had all that. Look, I'm saying, look, we always glamorize it when we do it, you know, in movies. We're like, man, nigga, I love Tony Montana. That nigga did it, but that nigga did it selling dope. we like, man, the nigga Frank Lucas, an American gangster, man, that nigga did it, but that nigga was serving dope. You know what I'm saying? So we knew it was something negative, but we respect it. It's like, nigga, that was your hustle. Like, it is what it is. So I'm just saying, hey, nigga, you did what you did. Hey, you got to bite that bullet, but hey, you decided to do that, but you just got to eat it. You got to take the time. You do the crime, you got to do the time, my nigga. Okay. So all it is to me is entertainment, my nigga. That's it. <laughs> Give me something to talk about. And wow. the pictures this nigga was taking was incredibly funny. It's like, nigga, you should have known you was going to get caught. What the hell you doing going to class wearing a, a $50,000 mink, Gucci rain boots, princess cut diamonds in your ears you know what i'm saying Damn spending 50 racks like so you know what i'm won. saying i mean he was winning for a minute he didn't think he was winning for a minute in a tapped out book what you would have did money if you was in college with four hundred and thirty thousand dollars in your campus that i mean I in your pocket <laughs> that i stole i'm just saying if you had it period man It'd be, I don't know. It, it'd be a big flex. Like, Cause I was sitting here, I was like, man, this nigga was hot. Like, why he was doing all that? But nigga, me, like, a mirror right now versus a mirror at like 21. That's how old he is? I, I think it was like 21, 22, something like that, 23. Man, I versus, can't call it. Versus a mirror at like 22, nigga, I'm finna stunt. You remember how. Uh, nigga, I'm coming up in there. <laughs> You know. With the Louis, with the Louis Trench, you stupid. I'm coming in with the Gucci flip fleezies. You know how we was. We got our little, <laughs> our little chunk of change from that thing. Four hundred thousand. You know I'm finna drop at least thirty k on the chain, nigga. On God, and I'm pulling B Bell moves. I'm tricking on something. We going to, we going straight. Oh, please. <laughs> Great show. <laughs> we're going to be, we pulling B Bell moves at the strip club. Oh, God, nigga, we throwing at least 20, 30 racks. Please shut up. Shout out B Bell. <laughs> Shout out B Bell. Shout out B Bell. Hey, man. But anyway, man, hey, for all y'all out there scamming, man, be careful, man. It catches up to you, man. Tap out before it's too late. You know, like my man said in American Gangster. 
the old Vietnamese nigga that was living by himself out there in the jungle amongst mm. bamboo trees, monkeys, nigga, crocodiles, mm. mosquitoes, and all sorts of wild beasts pumping out wild crack, nigga. What did he tell you? I didn't hear about that. He said, quitting while you ahead ain't the same as quitting. With that being said, move forth with peace, light, tranquility, strep. What? What? My bad. Spread positivity, <laughs> love, and light, and always live by them five P's. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. And now love, the word embarrassing. Loyalty. Growth. Are you done? And development. Are you done now? Oh God. In other words, this nigga Mir is saying, if any of if any of you finesse a college out of financial aid, he is completely backing you. Just give him a portion. That's what he's saying. I'm not saying that, but you can't cash you can't cash at me. That's Hassan Salon. And then just send it off. Ain't no dollar sign in that name. A- yeah, it start off with a dollar sign. H A S A A N is in Nancy. Salon. S A L A A M. Send that money, bro. Oh, you really want them to um Oh, okay. You were serious. Alright. Hey, much love though. Hey, good to have you back, money. You know, you can, you know, close out, give them some wise words. Hey. Look over there, you look like you got a piss. I do. I've had a pee this whole interview. <laughs> but uh I mean this whole joint. But um hey listen you guys. Whatever grows out of the dirt, mm. you gotta eat some mac and cheese, and call it a day. So, Hakuna Matata niggas. Peace! What?